Yo, what's up? It's your boy Shito, motherfucker. About to play, uh, um, an Emma Watson interview. We finally found our dream home in the mountains. It is bear country, though. Hey, boo-boo! We hit the jackpot! Bear, bear, look, corn on the cob! Ooh, chicken! At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. Keep on! For bundling made easy, go to geico.com. Convenient. Thank you for having me. I, I want to ask you, uh, we had, I chatted with him... Uh, briefly, and I asked him the same question, but I want to ask you, because it's such an unusual situation. It's the fifth Harry Potter film. Yes. And uh, you look back now, how old were you when you did the first one? I auditioned when I was nine, nine. and I started filming when I was 10, 11. Is it strange for you, because these movies are ubiquitous, you see them on television all the time, and do you ever come across yourself in that first film, and how does that feel? Quite horrible, yeah. uh, to be honest. It's really... Right. Um, I mean, I guess it's just, yeah, very, very strange. And especially like in this one, there's loads of flashbacks to the first film. Right. Um, so I get to see a lot of that. I guess just, I just seem to have such chubby cheeks and such like a high voice and the big hair and yeah. You're describing me perfectly, actually. <laughs> but that's how I think, uh, n people don't generally like to look at themselves at that age. I mean, everyone else thinks that you're no. a really cute kid in those films, but that's not how you perceive it, no. right? I mean, it's kind of hard to explain, like, yeah. how that feels, but I guess, like, I don't know if you hear your voice on, if you ever hear your voice taped or on an answer yes, machine, yeah, it's I like, oh, it. it's horrible, people can't, can't stand listen. It. It's exactly like that, but, like, 20 times worse. Yeah. yeah. Although, your voice is very beautiful, mine is very grating. <laughs> <laughs> I hear mine sometimes, I hear a TV set, and I'm like, hello, folks, we're back, we're gonna have a great show, and I'm like, someone kill that guy. Um, now, there are lots of, of course, uh, there's so much merchandising also associated with this movie, there are lots of Harry Potter products. What's the strangest thing that you've seen your face, you know, uh, associated? Associated with what's the strangest product? Oh, it's really hard. There's yeah. so much Harry Potter merchandise. Yeah. Um, I was in Waitrose the other day and I came across Hermione's magic muffins, which I was like, wow, that's a new one. What is it? A, is it a? It's a muffin mix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a muffin mix. You don't have to buy any of the ingredients. It's right. all in there, and you, you kind of get these little stickers with my head on them, and you kind of put them on. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's strange yourself. Are you a you know a good cook? I'm. A, I'm an awful cook. Yeah. Completely honest, no, yeah. I, 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 um, I would never ever <clears throat> do that. That would be seriously strange. Yeah, so it's, it's, it must be odd. You almost feel like your face is on it. Like I'm responsible for those muffins tasting delicious. You yes, know? kind of. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, kind of. What about? I know there are Harry Potter video games. Have you played, or any of your friends or family played the video games? Yeah, um, at the press junket they had like a room with the game that's been released that people were kind of go in and try it and stuff. And my right. brother obviously was bored to tears listening to me talk about Harry Potter. Went in um, and was trying the game out, and he came back and I was like, Oh, did you have? Good morning. He was like, yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've been throwing benches at you, like, for hours. Like, <laughs> that's that's, a, that's so, nice to know. So your brother can go into a room and just hurl benches at yeah. you, but no one gets hurt. It's perfect. Yes, yeah, it that's very nice. Excellent, yeah. Do your, I know there were action figures as well. Does your brother or any of your siblings ever, you know, get the action figure? That would be very strange. That would be seriously creepy. Yeah. I don't think I would let them 
yeah. let them have it. I think right. that's so like. <laughs> No, that would be really weird. Um, <laughs> really weird. It's something I would do. Uh, <laughs> I understand that you 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 made a you and the cast made a very short Harry Potter film, especially for the Queen's 80th, 80th birthday. 80th yeah. birthday. Yeah. And then uh, you, you, before the you, and then you all met her. Did you have to take etiquette lessons and learn how to meet the Queen? I would think there are a lot of rules, right? Well, this is the funny thing. By the time I had all the sort of etiquette of how I was meant to meet her, and things like that. To be honest, I was kind of glad in the end that I did didn't actually meet her in the end because right. like apparently you know um you can only dress her as your majesty and you can't speak to her unless she speaks to you and that's kind of this little bow you have to do and all of this stuff that I was like okay right okay and um I was so nervous about it I was kind of like actually you know what <laughs> just, I'll just look at her or just sit behind her that's good enough for me you know right because you're so afraid of just am I going to do this the wrong yeah, way yeah. am I going to make a mistake yeah yeah did yeah. she seem like a nice person did you get a sense of her as a person or not really you I mean you were in a room with her but you didn't actually get to meter to be honest she i mean i hope she enjoyed the show that we put together she kind of she didn't really not that much facial expression going on she was quite kind of yeah. like this i was like is she enjoying it she Did is the like queen oh she's God. not gonna you know raise the roof no i think it was kind of like <laughs> <laughs> no. turn the butter <laughs> You and the whole cast. Yeah, I know. So I was like, yeah, I didn't really know, but I'm sure she. I hopefully enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I, I know a, a lot of people in America. You, you have a, a beautiful voice, as I said, and and the, the the English accent is so. I mean, to many Americans, it sounds. It's it's so it sounds so distinguished and. Oh you know, no! It's yeah. awful. When I come to America, I always feel really. I hate my English accent because it sounds so kind of like. I don't know, it's pretentious. I don't know if that's the word. It sounds really kind of, I don't know. So by the end of my stay here, I kind of find that my English is kind of edging towards American English. No, what's, pret what's pretentious is when people affect an English accent. Yours is real. You, <laughs> you were allowed to have one. <laughs> there are people like Madonna who, like, two years ago, started being like, oh, hello. <laughs> you from Long Island or something? <laughs> what about, um, do, you, uh, do you think that when you hear Americans, because there are American actors who, who in movies try and accent, does, mm -hmm. do, and to us maybe it sounds all right, but how does it sound to I someone who's... I can always tell. Yeah. You can always tell, pretty much. I mean, yeah, you can pretty much tell. It's next to impossible for an American to, to do it correctly. Yeah, well, I guess, I don't know how well we pull off American accents, though, so, you know. And Hugh Laurie in, in, you know... Actually, yes. Hugh I have Laurie to say, I've watched that a couple of times. Amazing. I cannot believe that he's Amazing. not from America. He's, like, yeah. quintessentially British. He's yes. very, you know, very, I, very I shot something with him uh, uh, for the Emmys about a year ago, and he was doing the American accent the whole mm -hmm. time, and then I saw him later on, and he was talking in the British accent, and I really thought, this yeah. man is ill. He's schizophrenic. <laughs> He's so scary talented. No, very talented. But, you know, uh, when Americans go over and, and, and try and do it, a lot of times it sounds like, you yeah. know, uh, you know, Mary Poppins kind of. Hello, Hello Governor. Yeah, that's exactly it. How you doing? You know? Oh, you're Jimmy Sweet Boy. <laughs> How I would do it. Uh, now, of course, you and, and Daniel and Rupert, you're the, the yeah. three uh, main, you know, uh, characters that we've, we've been following uh, throughout these different films. Uh, have the three of you, and, and I don't want to be a crass question, but you've, you know, you've been making some money over the years. Have any of you gone a little money, a little mad and bought yourself something crazy or, you know, just to, to treat yourself? I, I can't compete with this. Rupert bought an ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to buy an ice cream truck. 
ice cream truck? That is every kid's fantasy. I know, literally. He no one really does me, that. He was yeah. like, he said to me quite seriously, he said, if I hadn't got this, you know, if I hadn't become an actor, you know, I, I seriously would have considered being an ice cream man. I was like, okay, cool. Well, uh, so he's kind of like fulfilled that those is, dreams, you know? That's, that's so funny and so sweet, too, at the same and, time. And as well, it's not just like he's bought the truck to kind of drive around kind of a show. It actually has all of the ice cream in it, all of like the little chocolate drops and everything. It's well, like, I hope it had ice cream in it, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe like, but cool no. ice cream truck, what's in there? Mm, medical books. <laughs> Uh, we have a uh, we have a clip here from the film Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, yes. and I want to make sure we show this. Uh, what what, uh, what what do we need to do to or know to appreciate this clip? You have to see the last film, and mm -hmm. you have to know that. Um Ron was a complete idiot, to be fair. He didn't invite her to the ball, and then he made a really big deal about her going with someone else, and he completely ruined her evening, and she ended up crying up on the steps, and then he never apologised, and basically was just, you know. So in this one, she... Um, she kind of kicks his ass. She really does. She really, like, gets her own back, and um, it's quite kind of a classic uh, girl power moment. Yeah, so. women everywhere will appreciate this. Yes. So let's take a look at this moment from Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. That's fantastic. Yeah, this is <laughs> dragon fruit. Who knew? You got to aerate it. Get it. Or Cam Read, for people with reading difficulties. Reading and studying always go together. Or Cam some people read fast. Yes. Some dive in deep. And now students with reading difficulties have the world's smartest digital reader. Powered by OrCamp's highly advanced computer vision, the device reads without any connection to the web and scans full pages of text with a click of a button. Sign solar system. The solar system also contains smaller objects. The asteroid belt, which lies between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter. Orcam Read. Buy now at orcam.com. Thank 
Lucky Cards. Yeah, so I'm 29 and I still carry something that looks like this. It's a hot water bottle. My favorite thing to do when I get on an airplane is to ask if they will fill this up for me. Hot water bottle, you're the best. This is why I don't always carry around in my hand, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Deodorant. Essential. It smells good. It doesn't have loads of nasty crap in it. The packaging's recycled. It's all vegan. It's also made in Britain. Nutella. Glass straw. Better than a nestle straw, right? I mean, I don't know if it's going to break at some point, but it hasn't yet. Makeup bag. pads that you throw in the washing machine and then you don't have to throw so much stuff away. These are my keys. Rose water spray. Did I make that look enjoyable? I don't know. Maybe I need to do that again. <laughs> anyway, MV Rose Hydrating Mist. Love this brand. Sunglasses. Goodness, they're filthy. This is why you need a sunglass case, which I don't use. It's probably really scratched. Not terrible. I have a muscle rub that says, Quit you bitching. That's fair. Tooth mousse. It's meant to protect the enamel in your teeth. Tooth mousse. Sunscreen, yes, very important, especially if you live in LA or wherever. Actually, even if you live in the UK, sunscreen, let's do this thing. Nail polish. That's, that's it. <laughs> this is why they call me Mag Lady. I have read literally thousands of books on modern psychology, metaphysics, ancient magic, voodooism, yogism, theosophy, Christian science, unity, truth, new thought, and many other dealings. It's what I call mind stuff. Many of these books were nonsensical, others strange, and many very profound. Gradually, I discovered that there is a golden thread that runs through all the teachings and makes them work for those who sincerely accept and apply them. That thread can be named in a single word. Belief. It is the same element or factor, belief, which causes people to be cured through mental healing, enables others to climb the ladder of success and gets phenomenal results for all who accept it. Why belief is a miracle worker is something that cannot be satisfactorily explained, but have no doubt about it. There's genuine magic in believing. The magic... The following is the vision of Pope Leo XIII, exactly 33 years to the day prior to the great miracle of the sun in Fatima, that is, on October 13, 1884, Pope Leo XIII had a remarkable vision. 
When the aged pontiff had finished celebrating Mass in his private Vatican chapel, attended by a few cardinals and members of the Vatican staff, he suddenly stopped at the foot of the altar. He stood there for about 10 minutes as if in a trance, his face ashen white. Then, going immediately from the chapel to his office, he composed the above prayer to St. Michael, with instructions it be said after all low masses everywhere. When asked what had happened, he explained that as he was about to leave the foot of the altar, he suddenly heard voices, two voices, one kind and gentle, the other guttural and harsh. They seemed to come from near the tabernacle. As he listened, he heard the following conversation. The guttural voice, the voice of Satan in his pride, boasted to our Lord, I can destroy your church. The gentle voice of our Lord, you can? Then go ahead and do so. Satan, to do so, I need more time and more power. Our Lord, how much time, how much power? Satan, 75 to 100 years and a greater power over those who will give themselves over to my service. Our Lord, you have the time, you have the power, do with them what you will. In 1886, Pope Leo XIII decreed that this prayer to St. Michael be said at the end of low mass, not high, or sung masses throughout the universal church, along with the Salve Regina, Hail Holy Queen. And the practice of the congregation praying these prayers at the end of Mass continued until about 1970 with the introduction of the of the Mass. It must be remembered that prophetic visions are given to warn, encourage, and instruct the faithful. So this vision is given to Pope Leo XIII in terms that he and we can understand. Some people logically ask, why would Christ give Satan more power? The answer is that... Since mankind is endowed with free will rather than being created as robots, God, in effect, respects the free will in men. This vision would indicate that the sins of mankind were such that God, who sees all things, was warning the Pope that mankind as a whole was in the process of choosing a very difficult period ahead by rejecting grace for short-term advantage, unwholesome power, illicit pleasure, etc. The vision given to Pope Leo XIII was to warn mankind, but especially those trying to be faithful to divine cry ahead. We all need encouragement to hold fast to this period, especially those who are destined to make it into the great chastisement, which Yves Dupont, author of the book Catholic Prophecy, 1997, and other analysts of the Catholic prophecy say will be the end of this age, that is, the end of the fifth period of the church. The fifth period of the church, according to Venerable Bartholomew Holtzhauser, 1613-1658, began in 1517 at the beginning of the Protestant Revolt, and will last until the time of the Great Chastisement, in the beginning of the period of peace, the Peace of Fatima, and the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Up next, I'm a wife in the Beast book reading. Chime I endorse this cool envelope. And I endorse Chime Card. Welcome to the Chime family. This is Michael Talmy. Emma Watson, everybody. Hello. So this is the story of Beauty and the Beast. 
when his vision cleared, the old beggar was gone. In her place was the most beautiful woman the prince had ever seen. She was floating above him, emitting a dazzling golden light, not unlike the sun's. Instantly, the prince knew exactly what she was, for he had read about such things. She was an enchant, a woman of magic who had put him to the test, and he had failed. Falling to his knees, the prince held up his hands. Please, he said, now, to the, now the one to beg, I'm sorry, enchantress. You are welcome in my castle for as long as you like. The enchantress shook her head. She had seen enough to know that it was a hollow apology. The prince had no kindness or love in his heart. Magic coursed through her 